Welcome to Amazing Soul. Your host, Angela Zabel, and her team in the non-physical realm are here to help you with the challenges you have been facing in your life. Now, please welcome Angela Zabel. Welcome, everyone, to The Amazing Soul. This is Pond Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hi, I'm sorry about that. I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> this is part of Voice America's Empowerment Channel. And today, we are working with Kelly Thebel. We are connecting to other realms with Kelly Thebel and The Collective. She is a channel for The Collective, and I can't wait to get into more information with her. First, I want to talk about, I am your host, Angela Zabel. I am a teacher, coach, and a medium. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Talk YouTube. I write for Edge Magazine and Edge Talk Radio, and also here on The Amazing Soul. I offer guidance, mentoring, and mediumship sessions. I teach classes online along with speaking engagements. I host retreats. You can find out more about me at angelazable.com. So tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different, and we will not be taking any questions, and that is because we are going to receive a channeled message from the collective along with the talking with Kelly Thebo, which I am very excited about. And then also I want to go through a little bit of Kelly's information. So first tonight's episode is going to be on expanding our consciousness, what we can gain from connecting to other realms. If you've wondered what it's like to make contact with other energies and connecting with consciousnesses, how can they can enhance our journey? And is there anything to fear from connecting to them? So you're going to join myself and Kelly as she channels with the collective. And Kelly is a channel, a mentor, a teacher, and she uses her gifts to bring forward the unique and candid messages of being in multiple dimensions, beings in multiple dimensions. Her work with the collective is focused on personal transformation. She has clients in 16 countries. And her contribution has assisted people the world over to move their lives forward in an empowering, compassionate way, understanding the divine nature of self and the freedom that comes with it. It is the foundation of every message she delivers. Now, Kelly, she describes herself as a left-brained woman having a very normal (laughs) life. (laughs) She holds degrees in accounting, computer programming, web development and i've and she's worked in the accounting technology and real estate sectors so a very different from what kelly is doing now but all those skills have served her well in bringing the collective to us and her technology with her web design background and i feel everyone's paths are varied and wide for a reason because we're always learning something that's helping us move forward And so Kelly has posted some free channels on her website so you can get to know the collective for yourself. And coming soon, she has a new social media and revamp website and learning platform that will be coming. She has webinars and self-study that will be also self-study classes. That's going to be very interesting for people. And she has a monthly subscription to uh, to have more interaction with the collective and with Kelly. And you can sign up for her webs on for her not her website for her newsletter on her website and find out more about her on at kellythebo.com. Now I'm going to do a full disclosure here. I have worked with Kelly and with the collective. I have taken classes and I am part of her community. Kelly is also a friend of mine. Very excited to have her here. And I feel so are the collective. (laughs) The collective has helped me change my perspective in so many ways. And I am so appreciative of them 
and of Kelly and all she does. I encourage you to check out her website and all Kelly and the collective have to offer. So Kelly, welcome to the amazing soul. Thank you so much for having me, Angel. And I feel the same way about you. Awesome. <laughs> I am I am so excited to get into all this tonight. So for those of you who don't know Kelly, Kelly, I'd like you to ask you a few questions. And then we're also going to be asking the collective a few questions. So can Kelly, can you bring the listeners up to speed on your journey and why you feel at this time in your life and in the world as a whole, do you think channeling for the collective came online for you? Well, as you've already mentioned, you know, if you take a look at my my career background, uh, it's all left brain stuff. It really is. I uh, have a degree in accounting, another one in computer programming. Uh, so when all of this came online, it happened very organically. I guess that's the first thing that I want to say. Uh, people always think that people who are mediums or psychics or channels, this kind of thing, are special people. Uh, I think we're all special. I think we're all divine. I do think we all have the ability to do these things. Uh, for some of us, it becomes very apparent in a way that can't be ignored. And, you know, that's pretty much what happened to me. It really started with um, seeing UFOs, which at the time I was not at all interested in. And uh, that began to happen in very dramatic ways that, to be honest with you, were even somewhat disconcerting at first. Um, after that, uh, I started to do some reading. And uh, I was listening to some channeled messages. Uh, at the time, I was tuning into uh, Gaia.com. Uh, following Regina Meredith's show on there because I was not a metaphysical person. I had no background in this whatsoever. Uh, neither does anyone in my family. And I was just, uh, I guess, spiritually seeking is what most of us would call it. And, uh, you know, so I was tuning into her show and she had some people on there who channeled and I read a few books on it after that. And uh, we took a little trip to Sedona, which at the time I didn't realize was a metaphysical mecca. <laughs> and uh, we we just went there because we thought it was beautiful. And some friends of ours had gone and said that that it was wonderful. And we hadn't ever been to the Southwest. So it was very much just a standard vacation for us. And um, during the course of that vacation, some, some pretty amazing things happened. And uh, I had three people who were psychics, whom I didn't know were psychics, uh, approach me and told me that I was a channel. And that just happened in a very organic way. And the first time it happened, I figured they said that to all the tourists. And the second time it happened, I thought it was a little weird. And the third time it happened, I started paying attention. Uh, on the way home from Sedona to Phoenix, uh, we had a UFO experience that was pretty profound. Uh, two saucer-shaped UFOs that were about 10 feet in diameter, two of them picked up off the floor of the desert and pulled in front of our car and paced us down the highway. And uh, to say that that was a full-on awakening, that things in the world just aren't really what I thought they were, <laughs> would, would be an understatement. Um, I combined that with the information about channeling, went home and did some reading, and uh, pretty much just sat down in my living room one day. And I said out loud, you know, I've never done anything like this before. If you're real, as these people seem to think that you are, I don't know what to do to be a channel. So I'm just going to sit here and you'll have to make the next move. And then I felt a very strong energy uh, kind of coming up from my solar plexus. I felt it come all the way up my esophagus and out came this voice and they began to speak to me. And uh, at first I was kind of weirded out, but I was also sitting in my house alone. So I figured there was very little risk that anyone would find out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we 
what do people say when nobody's looking, right? Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, the first thing that they said to me is, uh, you're going to have questions about whether or not this is really happening and whether or not it's real. We want you to record everything we say. And so for, it was between six and eight months, I just channeled to myself in my living room and I listened to those recordings when I was done. And um, they were saying things I knew that I didn't know. You know, we all know what we know. Uh, you can be having a conversation with a friend and they'll mention something and you'll say to yourself, oh, you know, I remember I heard that somewhere. You know, you might not be able to put your finger on exactly where you heard the information, but you'll know whether or not you know it, whether or not you ever picked it up. Some of the things that they taught me in that period of time, I had never heard before in my life. I know that I didn't know that information. And that's really what convinced me that something very unique and very unusual was happening. Uh, after that period of time, they finally got around to saying to me, you know, we would like you to do this for a living. We want to bring a message forward. They, they told me that I agreed to do that before I got here, uh, which I... I, I don't I don't know about that. I don't have any recollection of that, as I'm sure a lot of us who are able to do these kinds of things don't. Um, and and they told me not to worry about it, that if I let go of my career and it was a significant career at the time, um, that they would be with me and we would go on to make a contribution together. And that's exactly what we've done. I love the fact that you were willing to just trust yourself and trust them and move yourself forward in understanding them at a deeper level and giving them a chance and giving yourself a chance, because honestly, that's not the most normal thing in the world that we think about, but it is trusting ourselves. And I like that you said you were a channel and you agreed to it, but you had no idea why. <laughs> yeah, Coming you know, from another one. I think that all of us, have points in our life that we could look back on and realize this was a watershed moment. This was an opportunity that may not come twice. This was something that scared us, but also thrilled us. I, I think we all have those moments. Uh, for me, I, I've had a lot of careers, some of which were not listed in my bio. I tend to bore easily. Uh, I tend to like something that I can wrap my arms around and tackle and fix and make it into what I want it to be. And then I feel like moving on to the next thing. I'd been that way my whole life. And I've always been successful at whatever I put my hand to. And I seem to be blessed that way. And I'm grateful for that. Uh, but I can't say that I've ever done anything that fulfills me as a person like this does. Working with people and helping them, watching them go through a transformation, uh, building relationships. It, it's just very different than anything else I've ever done. And it's so much more fulfilling. I feel like I'll do this for the rest of my life. And there won't be a day where I'm dreaming about retirement and all of that. Um, I have so many plans and more ideas than I have time to implement. Uh, and in that regard, it's very different than anything else I've ever done. I think that's why I, I think that's why I said yes. I was thinking to myself, if I don't do this, I'll never know. And as many times as I have decided to take a different career path, there's always the chance I could do that again. It's not as if saying yes to this meant I would never do anything else ever again. So I kind of considered it pretty radical at the time because I was walking away from a successful career. Uh, but I didn't feel like it was no going back type of feeling. I, I really felt like I just want to give this my best effort and see where it goes. And I wanted to try something that truly felt a little scary uh, 
I don't mean that in a warped kind of way, but <laughs> where I just didn't know what would happen. I think so much of our lives, we plan it. We plan so much of it. And lots of times the expected thing happens. And with this, I had no idea what to expect. And I had never felt that way before, where I felt like I hadn't prepared. I hadn't gone to school for it. I didn't have a degree for it. You know, how do you even do that being a channel? Uh, and I think it was that part of it that I considered a challenge and was the main reason that I said yes. I love that. And, it, it, you know, you talked about fear and, and the reason for doing things. And that was another question I had. And for for you and I, I too, I love the transformation in people. It makes me, it just makes you sing inside when it happens. Mm -hmm. And so I had a question for you. When you're channeling the collective, connecting to UFOs and other worldly beings, Sometimes that may seem fearful to people. How did you work yourself through the fear of that aspect, or did you really have that much fear with it? Well, you know, each part of that is a little bit different. So an example would be, with the channeling, I can feel them. Uh, when that voice initially came out, after that, when I went to channel, I would just sit down and say, okay, you know, I'm ready now. And, uh, and they would come in, but I noticed that there was a bit of a density in my head. It's just this pressure that I feel it's moving from the right to the left. And that's them making the connection. It doesn't hurt. I don't lose the ability to come out of channel at any point. I don't lose the ability to think for myself. I seem to be able to disconnect a bit, uh, I know that it sounds weird to just kind of get out of the way, I guess is the way that I would say that, to just get out of the way so that they can speak and help whoever it is that they're talking to. But I'm processing the information along with those of you who are listening to it. Um, you know, I think of the channeling a little differently than most people because it's predicated on other beliefs that I hold. So an example would be, I believe that we are divine beings who are separate from our human body. Our human body is the way that we're perceiving the plane of existence that we're experiencing. It's not who we are. And because of that, I don't hold the religious beliefs that a lot of people do, that channeling is a form of possession or something. Here's how I think of it. It requires energy. Uh, we are energy with consciousness is what the collective teaches. And, and I believe that. Our consciousness does not reside in our brain or in our body. It resides outside of our brain and our body. You can look at near-death experiences, this kind of thing. Uh, there's plenty of evidence of that, even though science doesn't seem to be able to explain it. When your phone rings, it's receiving an electrical signal. It's not possessed. It's just receiving that. an electrical signal. I look at my body as being the same. You know, I'm in charge of it. I can channel or not channel. Uh, they've never forced themselves on me. They've never made a request of me that even made me uncomfortable. Uh, but when that connection is made, they're energetically connecting to me as a conscious being, and the body is being used as the vehicle for them to be able to speak. Now, can I stop them from doing that at any point? Absolutely. Uh, I've never had the collective show up uninvited. Uh, I don't have experiences like some psychics might or mediums might where, you know, here's this uh, person who is in another realm seeking to have a conversation with you. I have a message for a loved one, this kind of thing. A lot of mediums, and maybe you could speak to this, uh, mention that go show up until you learn how to manage that. You know, maybe they're around when you don't want them to be. 
I've not had that experience with the collective. They're very respectful. And I only channel when I want to channel. And I only serve the people that I want to serve. And, and this was one of the things I said to them in the beginning. Uh, they never made any demands on me. You know, some channels will say, well, you know, I don't listen to other channeling and I don't read books because, you know, it will affect the message. Well, if it isn't you bringing forward the information, why would that affect the message? The collectives never told me I, I can't do any of that. We don't have that kind of a relationship. If they placed a restriction on me to do this, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> uh, it's very much a partnership and it's a very respectful partnership. They don't, you know, about the only thing that they do that at first made me a little uncomfortable. Uh, sometimes they'll use me as an example. You know this from being involved in our, in our classes and things. Oh, I know it well. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes they might share something. It's never something overly personal, but sometimes they'll share something where, you know, I wish I had gotten a little heads up on that. But when they have to use someone as an example, they obviously pick me. They're not going to pick a client or randomly choose someone from the audience. I mean, they're, they're just not going to do that. So I had to get a little bit used to that. I'm kind of a private person and uh, doing things publicly in this way probably has been the biggest adjustment for me in that it really wasn't part of my personality to put myself out there that way. Um, now, when it comes to the UFOs, that's a little bit different. The, the collective is not riding around in UFOs. I want to make that very clear. They are inter-multi-dimensional beings. They are energy with consciousness. They are what we are when we're not in human bodies. And we're not really in the human body. We're sending our energy here to animate this body, to have an experience of ourselves through the human body. This is the perception that we have embraced in the time that we spend upon the earth plane. And I believe there's other aspects of us having other experiences elsewhere at the same time concurrently. Uh, our consciousness is not limited to the human ex uh, experience, uh, is what I believe. And so the UFOs, was it was a little confusing for me because when they explained to me who they were, the collective, it was obvious they're not, they're not driving these spaceships. So I went to them, obviously, and said, look, you know, this is a little disconcerting. At first, it was, I saw them everywhere. I have family photos where we took a photo outside, and here are two UFOs in the sky hmm. behind the person I'm taking a picture of. And I didn't notice them at the time, but as I look back through our family photos, any of them taken outside, these things were showing up for a while and I didn't notice it. Uh, so, you know, I've had to work my way through that. And when I consulted the collective, they did the same thing to me. They do to many of you. Uh, they basically said, this is an experience you're having and you're going to need to have your experience. We're not going to prophesy your life for you. You're the one creating it. They did tell me you don't have anything to be afraid of, but you will you will experience some things that are new to you and you're going to feel uncomfortable with that initially. And, and you know, that has happened. Uh, Rick and I do deliberately go UFO viewing is what we call it. Uh, we meditate, we ask them to come. It's very respectful. Nine times out of 10, they do show up and I have some pretty amazing photos. Uh, I also have photos of actual beings. They presented themselves to me in what I refer to as an interdimensional rift that opened up in the middle of the sky and not high in the middle of the sky, about eight feet off the ground, about 500 feet from me at a safe distance where I could take photos. And that threw me for a little bit of a loop. You know, when I got home and blew up those photographs and realized that they're real, I didn't, I didn't not think that they were real, but to see them, to have a photo of them that you know that you took and to know that they were there with you at, at, at that point in time and space it, it just blew my mind. I don't know how else to say it. On the one hand, I was thinking, what in the world am I doing out here in the woods doing this? 
And on the other hand, I was absolutely blown away and felt so incredibly privileged uh, in that I, I have something that I really believe most people don't have in the memory of that and in the photographs from that. But I still have to figure out what do I really want to do with that? You know, I, I don't want to be the UFO lady. I don't want to pretend that I know things that I don't know. That's not what we do. You know, we try to do what we do with integrity, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so trying to find your way with that kind of information in today's environment, especially in the UFO community, even itself, is very difficult. There's a lot of talking heads. There's a lot of people who are very emphatic about what's going on with UFOs. I'm not one of them. I'm a person who is having experiences, and all I know is the experience that I'm having. And I tend to treat other people with a tremendous amount of respect around this issue because I know most people wouldn't believe my experiences if I didn't have pictures. There's a lot of people who don't ever take a picture. That doesn't mean it isn't happening. I think this is happening to millions of people around the planet. And sooner or later, the people it's happening to need to be the ones talking about it, not everybody else who has an opinion. So that's me getting on my soapbox just a little bit. Uh, it's difficult when these things are happening to figure out where does that fit? Because the collective is all about personal transformation. We, we really don't spend a lot of time on UFOs. When people ask, they always answer. And they give a straight up answer. They're very candid. Um, but it's not the primary focus of the contribution I'm making with them. So uh, I have to find a place to fit that in. Uh, and as far as the fear, we always fear what we don't know until we do know. So now I know what they look like. And I had to work my way through that because they don't look like me. I'm sure there are some who do. The ones who greeted me don't. And, uh, and now that I'm not afraid of that anymore, uh, I feel like I can take another step forward and see what happens. You know, I love the fact that you talked about everyone's experience is their own. It's their own unique mm -hmm. experience and their own unique path. And full disclosure, I have seen some of Kelly's photos and they are amazing. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it is, and I loved, I also love the fact when you talk about having respect for those in the UF with the UFOs, those different beings. Because for me too, I look at it as I've I've had different contact with different ones also, and it's 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 having that res that mutual respect for them. I think is so key because I think that's something that's missing with a lot of things in the UFO communities is, and that's just my experience is having the respect for them and treating them uh, more as as beings having an experience with you versus something mm -hmm. that I that a lot of people look at as fearful. And I'm excited to continue to grow that connection. And I think you are too, is something for you to continue to grow, but how it looks and why it's there. I don't know myself, but I know that I want to continue the connection with them. And that's another thing with you physically are channeling the collective and you had different, different aspects that physically um, you experience. Is there other aspects as far as family, friends that you've had to deal with as you've been the channel for the collective? You know, I get this question a lot. Um, there have been people who have been vocal in an uninvited way to tell me what they think of channeling when I didn't bring it up. Um, the way that I look at that is, you know, that's, that's really an indication of their consciousness, not mine. That's an indication of the experience they're having, not mine. 
Uh, I don't go around telling people that I'm a channel. And one of the reasons that I don't do that is it does sometimes make people feel uncomfortable. Uh, I used to tell people I was a life coach back in the day because I was too afraid to tell them I was a channel. And I had a hard time um, explaining what that is to someone who doesn't know. I can say I've grown out of that. (laughs) Uh, I do tell people now, if they ask me what I do for a living, if they don't know what that is, I say to them, this is kind of a metaphysical thing. It's it's different. Do you want me to continue to explain it? And uh, some people have said no, and some have said yes, and gone on to have very animated, wonderful conversations with people. Um, you know, when it comes to channeling, there are people even within, you know, the metaphysical circles who have an issue with channeling. And that's usually because there's some underlying religious belief around it. Uh, and I don't, I don't um, spend time arguing around that. Where my business is concerned, people don't tend to contact me who have a problem with this. Exactly. You know, uh, <laughs> they contact you because they want help. And, and the vast majority of them are incredibly respectful and wonderful people. So that is my main experience. As far as people in my personal circle having an issue with it, I haven't really had a problem with that either. Uh, if anything, my husband was probably too enthusiastic in the beginning. Uh, I wasn't ready to tell people and he was already saying something to people. And we had to have a little discussion around that, which we now (laughs) laugh about, but I wasn't laughing at the time because I was having a hard time adjusting to it. I would, you know, I would channel something and listen to it. And I would be amazed that this was happening in my life and wonder where is this leading? And the next day I would wake up and say, I'm just making this up, but why would I be doing that? I mean, I had so many moments of doubt and so many moments of, Everything is now becoming very weird. And I did struggle. Uh, you know, six to eight months is a long time to be sitting around wondering what to do with this and whether it's applicable to anything that's useful. Um, you know, I guess the way that I look at it is this isn't for everyone. Going to see a medium isn't for everyone. Uh, going to visit a psychic isn't for everyone. Not everyone has a near death experience, not everyone sees UFOs. I think we tend to attract things based on the frequency we dwell at. And sometimes you just don't see that coming. I wasn't looking to become a channel. I didn't even really know what that was. I realized I had seen people channel, um, but I had never looked into it. It wasn't something I was really interested in. UFOs, I didn't not believe in them. I just didn't really think about it. It really wasn't something that was on my radar. Uh, So, you know, I guess what I would say to people is be open-minded. You never know what is the next thing that's going to happen to you that might be a little woo-woo. And I have found that the more that people look into these types of things and show any interest in it at all, you're then inviting a frequency of something multidimensional happening to you. And so if you haven't had that experience, don't judge people who have. And for the people who are having that experience, you're not the guru. You know, I'm not anyone's guru. That's not the role I'm looking to play. I say to people, the collective teaches, and if that resonates with you, chances are it will probably help you. And if it doesn't resonate with you, you know, I bless them on their way. I I hope that they find something that will, especially if they feel that they need assistance with something. Um, So I just try to be very open-minded, too, about the fact that just because someone's weirded out, it doesn't mean they're judging you. Uh, It just means it's new to them. And we have to learn to talk about these things in a way that's respectful, on both sides of the conversation. It's not just a matter of receiving respect from people. It's a matter of presenting it in a way that is respectful to people who may not understand it. You know, I think you would agree with me, Angel. There are some people in the metaphysical community who can't 
they can't get off their soapbox. They're just always lecturing people. And it makes it difficult for people to want to listen sometimes. Um, especially when they're talking about the darker side of things. You know, a lot of paranormal shows and ghost hunting. And, you know, they kind of equate this with that when that's like not at all what it is. I've had people write to me and say, you know, the channeling is a lot more boring than I thought it would be. <laughs> well, I don't know what they thought it would be like, but, they, you know, they weren't sure what to expect. So they had some apprehension. And then it was just the collective speaking and it was a nice frequency and and they enjoyed themselves with it, you know, so I always appreciate getting those emails too, where it ended up being a lot more normal than they thought that it would be. <laughs> That's the part I love about the collective. It is, it's, it's really about transformation. It's about understanding mm -hmm. more about yourself, understanding more about your beliefs. I learned so much from them and I am so appreciative of everything they have done. And that's something I I think for me to let people know, and for you also to let people know, this is about self-transformation. This isn't about is. the woo-woo thing that a lot of people think it is. And that's something that's so important for so many of us to realize. And I always say, you know, whoever is listening, whoever is there, they're there for a reason. There's a reason mm -hmm. you're hearing this. There's a reason you're there. Something is sparking within you to maybe look a little further, to check out the next thing around the corner, to open that next door. I think that's so important as we go forward to be okay and to step past the fear, to open mm -hmm. the door and see what's there. Because I feel that's something the fear has held so many people back for so long and so much time that now it's time to put the fear aside and to have, I consider you and I both normal people. <laughs> that, mm -hmm. We, we very you, much are. <laughs> it's, it, we're normal people. This is just who we are. This is a part of who we are, but it's not our whole part. It's not our whole being. There's so much more to each of us. And that's something for more people to understand just because you dabble into this just because you explore some of these areas it doesn't mean you're you're crazy you're nuts it just means you're exploring and do a different avenue of yourself i know you had talked about multi-dimensionality and that is so key to understand all of us mm -hmm. as humans are so much more and i know we're going to be going to break break real quick here so i just want to let everybody know we have been talking to kelly thebo at the beginning of the hour here it has been so interesting to see her journey as a channel and channeling with the collective how she has had some fear when she started and how she worked through that and then as we go into the next aspect right after the break we're going to be asking questions of the collective so i hope you'll be right back after the break and continue with our conversation and with that i'll join you later become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america voice america programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. 
Tune in for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. On Read My Lips Radio, producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, invites you to eavesdrop on her live, unscripted conversations with smart, savvy, creative people as she discovers what makes them tick, where they find their inspiration, when creativity first became their passion, and how their creative process can inspire the rest of us to think out of the box. Enjoy, a.k.a. Radio Red's always lively, cool conversations with creatives. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Oh, how those lips can talk. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Amazing Soul. Have a question for Angela, her team, or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to Angela. Welcome back to The Amazing Soul with Angela Zabel. And I have my guest here today, Kelly Feeble, and she is a channel for The Collective. So today I'm going to change things up a little bit. I am going to have Kelly talk about what she has coming up and because she is going to be channeling some questions for the collective. And usually when she comes out of channel, it gets a little foggy. And I understand that when I do a lot of readings, I kind of get the same way. It's like, I'm really not sure what I'm saying sometimes. So (laughs) Kelly, would you like to tell us what you have coming up and tell us a little bit more about what you have on your website? Well, if you go to the website right now, it's going to look like a little bit of a ghost town. So I wanted to encourage people to just uh, sign up for the newsletter Uh, in about, two to three weeks, I think two to three weeks, we're going to launch our new website. Uh, With that, we are launching new formats for all of our offerings. Uh, We do live courses uh, where you work with me and everyone else who signs up. We have a social media space where we have our discussions. There's expository teaching from the collective and all of those live courses are centered around personal transformation on a variety of topics. Uh, We are instituting self-studies, and I'm so excited about that. We'll have two of them launching um, probably in December, and uh, that gives people the ability to go to the website, buy a course, and immediately start learning from the collective. Uh, The way we did this before is you had to be with me, and it was based on my schedule, and there just, you know, there isn't enough of me to go around. (laughs) So we started recording self-studies so people could jump in right away, and I'm very excited we're launching that next month. Uh, We have also uh, put together a social media platform that is private. It's not a Facebook thing. It's on a private platform. And uh, we have all kinds of fun things going on on there. Uh, And we also have membership. Uh, Our membership is being revamped. We have going to have three webinars a month where you are with Rick, I, and the collective uh, pretty much once a week. Uh, You'll be able to um, interact with other people in membership. And we also have archived channelings that now in the new platform will be searchable. And I'm so excited about that. We get a lot of people who come to membership and they're just like, there's so much information in here, I don't know where to start. So I revamped the whole thing, came up with a foundational teachings area where where people who are new to the collective can kind of pick up the foundational teachings and then go from there. It's searchable content. You can pretty much find a message on just about anything you'd want to ask about. And uh, all the webinars we do are archived. 
Uh, so you can come back to those replays if you can't be there in person. So we have a lot going on, uh, although the new website doesn't look so much like it because I'm doing a lot of that work myself, considering my background. And uh, we'll be launching that real soon. So if you go there now, just sign up for the newsletter and you will get all of the mailings in a couple of weeks uh, to find out uh, all the new stuff that's coming and when the new launch happens. Awesome. I'm looking forward yeah. to it myself. So it's going to be yeah. so much fun. And so I really... KellyThebo.com. Awesome. I was going to say, I really easy. encourage people to get on your website, sign up for your newsletter, keep up to date on what's going on. And I myself is a, am a member of your community. So I love it. Yep, <laughs> so we love having you. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, because I wanted to have Kelly talk where she was fully here. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. also, we're going to ask the collective a few questions. So we're going to ask Kelly to go into channel and then Kelly, right. you'll let me know. They'll let me know when you're ready to go. All right, here we go. Yes, Kelly, we are here. We're appreciative of the opportunity to be with you this evening. You have questions. Welcome, Colette, the Collective, and thank you for speaking with us tonight. This is Angela, and it is an honor for me to be here with you. I have a few questions for you. I was wondering if that's okay with you. This is fine. Perfect. So we have a lot of listeners, and one of the questions we have for you and for to answer for them is, what is the benefit of growing our connection and communication with you, the collective, and other energies that are reachable to us? Well, the benefit is that you're already doing it. You might as well be aware of it, yes? your connectivity in a multi-dimensional way, not just to us, but to all that is, is part of who and what you are as source. Uh, you are energy with consciousness. Human is the experience that you're having. It's the perception that you're having. Many upon the earth plane do not understand who and what they really are. You don't think of yourselves as powerful creator beings. You don't think of yourselves as a whole, as a civilization in these moments, as being energy with consciousness, as being separate, divine. So when we're teaching, we're always teaching two things. We're talking to you about your human experience because you're having one. And it's important to all of you, to your growth. You chose to be here. We would say reincarnation is real. Uh, there are many things that our answers are predicated upon that your listeners perhaps would not be uh, familiar with. So we're, we're doing a general teaching at this, at this moment. Communicating with us, do you need to do that? Well, no, your source. You don't need to do anything. It is helpful. It is helpful in the human experience to understand that you're more than just human. For the human experience can be overwhelming. And it can be challenging and difficult to understand. We've never spoken to a human that didn't have larger questions about why they're here, what they're doing, what is the significance of their life and their existence. 
they want very much to believe that there is more to self than just being human, than just the life you're living now, the comings and goings on the earth plane, the life and the death. We can assure you, you are very much more than that. You are what we are. We are your peers. We are not superior to you. We are not ET beings. Uh, all extraterrestrials are, are beings who are also having an incarnate experience in a dimensional way. Sometimes those dimensions are available to one another. Uh, this is the UFO experiences, the ET experiences. That is what is happening. Uh, the advantage is that you begin to understand the width and the breadth of what is possible for the human experience. You know, when we're speaking to you, we do not uh, we do not function as the psychic vending machine. This is not what we do. We teach. We don't tell you what's going to happen to you tomorrow because you're the one creating tomorrow. Is that information available? Yes, it is. Not only to us, but to many of you. This is what psychics do. Just because they know doesn't mean they should be talking about it. We're not saying there's anything wrong with that. What we're saying is our role is to help you to understand who and what you are. We often say that we are here for the remembering. And what we mean by that is you finally functioning in this incarnation at a frequency where you begin to understand that you're a multidimensional being and that there are forms of consciousness within and outside of what you consider the earth plane uh, that dwell there with you, that have access to you, that you can experience, that you can have discourse with, that you can understand more accurately the possibilities within the perception of being human. We frequently say we help people to experience a greater measure of their own divinity within their humanity. For these really are two disparate things come together for the sake of an experience. Do we have information? Well, we have information that you also have. You're just not cognizant of it. Some of you will have what you consider an awakening. Something will happen to indicate to you the world is not really exactly what I thought that it was. Our channel spoke of some of these things earlier in her own life. Uh, and then you begin to seek. And when you begin to seek, you go into resonance with other forms of consciousness, forms of consciousness that have always been there. You were just unaware of them. We are fond of saying that other dimensions are just a breath away. You could think of them as being superimposed upon your time and space as you know it. And when your frequency changes, your ability to perceive those other dimensions comes online. What is the advantage, really? The advantage is that we have a perspective that you do not. That we are here to encourage you with compassion and candor as to what you're capable of, who and what you really are, and what beliefs you have embraced upon the earth plane that are standing in the way of you having the life you really want to have. You know, other humans can look at you and say, well, you know, I've been there. I have compassion for you. You know, I have made it and you can too, or you can do it and the cheerleading and all of this, and we're not speaking against that. 
we're able to explain to you how all of it works, that everything is frequency. By giving you another perspective, it gives you an opportunity to re-examine the beliefs that you hold that don't serve you in favor of a belief that will. Now, I want to say, because the message is being delivered to many who are unfamiliar with our teaching, we don't teach religion. We're not talking about a religion here. We're talking about physical uh, physics principles that rule your physical plane of existence. Frequency and resonance and amplitude. How your material world is created and perceived by each of you. Knowing that you are more than just human. Um, opens up the mind and the heart, we would say. that That is how you would say it anyway. It opens up your imagination. It opens up your longing to have an experience that is higher than what you're currently experiencing. And that needs to be something that all of you create. The world you are living within, the existence that you are having, you're creating it collectively and individually. Always. You're creating 24-7 and what you believe matters. Many of the common beliefs upon the earth plane are Hmm. very obvious within the civilization that you're residing within. Those beliefs that aren't serving you are just as obvious. And the problem with most humans as they see it is that they don't understand that they're not trapped in that, that they're not in subjugation to it, that they're able to have an experience that is very personal to them and that none of the trappings of the earth plane stop you from creating what it is that you want. There's a very great advantage to having a multidimensional experience with beings that you, we're going to say, grant an opportunity. We consider it a very great privilege to work with all of you. We don't take it for granted. Um, we see you as you really are. We don't really see you as being human. We understand your perceptions. And we try to work within that and explaining to you the possibilities of the earth plane and, and the reason that you have come, which is the same for all of you. It's for the expansion as a divine being, the understanding of your own potential as a divine being. If we had to say we have a specialty, it would be that. Uh, but we don't, we don't tell you what to do. We don't forecast your life. We don't prophesy. We don't see these things as being helpful. We're not the ones creating your future, you are. And it is time that the human race began to take responsibility for that at a very conscious level. You understand? I do understand that. And I thank you for that wisdom you're embarking because I myself worked with you before and working through my beliefs was so key to moving myself forward. I know we're shorter on time. I'm going to ask a question and see if you can answer it in a short amount of time. <laughs> so is there some kind of purpose or plan built into the fact that there seems to be more than one realm of reality functioning in and around the planet Earth? I'm a medium. Kelly's a channel. And many people are psychic. UFOs are definitely real. Is there a purpose to having so many ways that we're experiencing ourselves and one another? Hmm. 
it isn't so much a purpose as that's just the way it is, is it not? Some of you are going to perceive that and some of you are not, and that's going to be based on the frequency you're dwelling at. We would say this, you're perceiving yourself as human. You're never not divine. Human is not less than what you are as a divine being. It is the way you're currently experiencing yourself. It's not the only way you're experiencing yourself. For many of you, it feels that way. Because of the perceptions that you have, you believe certain things, and most of the things you believe are very concrete and very limited. The reason that these things are coming online now is the changing of the energy. The Earth is traveling through what we call a photon band. It's an energetic band. And you can look this up on your technology and see that it's true. It's changing the frequency of the Earth plane, which is what is causing all of you to awaken and to understand you're much more than just human. If we were to allow our comrades, is what we would call you, to go into density, to go into um, the frequencies of the earth plane and have only the perception of being human, and we were to just walk away, as you would say, and allow you to have your experience, uh, you would forget that you are divine. And you would begin to create some things that are very unhelpful to the human experience. We are what you are. We came here with all of you. You've been here much longer than you think. You were ethereal beings when first you came to the earth plane. We stayed because it's what all of us decided to do. And we've been doing what you see us doing now for a very long time. Lest you forget that you're divine. If all of you would look at these woo-woo experiences as being less scary and look at them as an indication of your own potential, you would approach it from a completely different frequency, from a completely different perception. The perception of human was never meant to limit your divinity. It's just a material way to experience your own frequency. That's all it is. These other experiences are helpful so that you can bring the full measure of your divinity to the human experience and, and have it be most excellent. You understand? I do understand, and I appreciate your advice, your wisdom, your knowledge, and your want to help so many people transform. And for me, it is an absolute pleasure and an honor to be here with you. So I thank you for sharing and for your perspective and resonance with us, and I appreciate all of you greatly. I thank you so much. We appreciate the opportunity to do the teaching and the mentoring. We love you and we love you. And we will see you soon. So as Kelly is coming out of channel, I am going to let people know to please check out her website, check out her information. She has so much great information, some free channels. If you want to get to know her a little bit more, to know a little bit more about the collective itself. And <clears throat> I know Kelly's just coming out now, so we're going to give her a moment. I also wanted to let people know that next week on The Amazing Soul at 
I, it is at 3 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Central. We will be talking about connecting to your soul, how it helps you, and ways to, to that you can connect. So, and if you've missed any past episodes, no worries. Go ahead and go on. You can go on my website and go on American uh, Voice America's website. You can check out the past episodes. You can re-listen to those. You can download. You can also check out my information on my social media, radio shows. I also have a monthly newsletter on. Um, energy updates. I like to let people know kind of what's going on to kind of help you move through your month and your life. I also have offered guidance, mentoring, and mediumship classes. I teach classes along with speaking engagements. I also host retreats and multiple other things. So go ahead and check out on my website, angelazable.com. And check out Kelly's at kellythebo.com. So Kelly, I don't know how you're feeling now. Would you, is there anything oh, wonderful. you'd like Thank to you. bring? Awesome. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say in closing today? I just want to say thank you. It has been wonderful to be here with you. And it has been wonderful to see the expansion in your life. Uh, I appreciate you letting people know that, that you've worked with the collective. Uh, it's just been very much a privilege to be a part of your journey. And I'm just flattered that you asked me to be on the show. I, I thank you for that. Awesome. And I, like I say to people now is I really appreciate you, Kelly. I appreciate everything you've brought to me because I remember the time I met you the first time a few years back is like, wow, I saw I was uh, part of one of your channels. I came to see what it was all about. Check it out. Like, what is channeling? How does this work? And I got to say, I was blown away and blown away with the self-transformation within myself and I am forever grateful for that change and for having you being part of my life. And thank you. That I can't wait for people to check out more about on Kelly. And then what we're going to work on doing is getting this also uploaded, uploaded to YouTube. So you'll be able to watch the visual aspect of it also, because I feel that's also something interesting to see and how she channels. And with that, I am so excited to be here. I can't wait for you to join me for future episodes. And I am excited to look at next week and what we can do together on these episodes of Amazing Soul. And with that, I hope all of you have an absolutely amazing day. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Amazing Soul. We will have another life-changing and inspiring episode next week. Have a beautiful week.